Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, you guys. Good morning. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the podcast. Today is Wednesday, June 13th. Today is the day that I talk about all things MomStrong International. We catch you up on the news a little bit, kind of give you my perspective on what's happening around us. But hopefully you're going to walk away feeling like, hey, I got a better idea of what God's doing at work, and I am a part of that. So uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about perseverance, which is the second week of our study this month at MomStrong International, and we're going to talk about the Kim Jong-un Summit. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, what's going on with G7. There's a lot of stuff happening on the world news uh, now and certainly on the stage around us, but stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, so before I get too far into today's podcast, I want to let you guys know that my friend, uh, Steve Lambert, my friend and mentor and kind of a second father to me, is going to be on the podcast with me this Friday. We're going to be talking a little bit about downsizing and what it means to sort of purge. It's the beginning of summertime. And uh, you guys know me, I just said this in Virginia this last weekend, uh, it's the middle of June. So if you're still homeschooling, just out of guilt, quit. Uh, put your books away. Enjoy your kids. Uh, come up with some projects to do around the house and uh, take it down a couple of notches. That's certainly what I'm getting ready to do. Uh, I wanted to let you guys know that I have appreciated, and I know I can speak on behalf of my husband and our kids as well, the incredible hospitality of uh, so many of you as we have traveled around the country this summer and have been speaking really since February. And my very last speaking engagement happened this past weekend in Richmond, and I uh, saw the Lord do amazing things there. So thank you, thank you, thank you for everybody who came out. Uh, we stayed an extra day to sort of hang out with our daughter, and we went to Colonial Williamsburg, which is one of my favorite places on the planet. And uh, now we're home. And I told my husband the other day, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start uh, purging. I'm going to start cleaning around here. And uh, one of the things I want to do this summer is tear up the carpet and paint my living room because, you know, I'm home. <laughs> so thanks, everybody, for coming out this weekend. Hey, we are in the second week of our study at MomStrong International. We are wrapping up strategies in spiritual warfare. I have been listening to you over it. Okay, so a couple things going on I need you guys to, to hear about. First of all, we're getting ready to start a whole brand new series, and I have asked for your input over at the MomStrong International. For those of you who haven't signed up at MomStrong International, we are over 7,200 strong there. That's where you'll find the scripture writing and the copy work for your children, and uh, it's also where you can connect with me. I'm going to be making a pretty concerted effort to move away from spending so much time on social media. You guys are going to hear me talk about this in the months to come. Uh, but we're the we're at the beginning stages right now. I am of making a transition uh, to having myself, especially, be more present over at the forums over at MomStrong International, and less present 
uh, on social media. I'm not going to go away entirely, but uh, and I'm and I don't have like the the full meal deal yet, kind of figured out in my head and my staff and I we haven't figured it out yet. But I really feel a, a calling of the Lord, just a pressing of the Holy Spirit uh, to be more present with my family. And uh, to that end, I'm going to be making that transition. So if you want to follow me, the best way to do that is to start interacting with me over at the forums at momstronginternational.com. You can just sign up, create a free account. And uh, I have been putting out um, memos to the members over there saying, what is it that you guys would like to see a study, especially in the fall months when we really ramp up for the school year. So we are writing that schedule out right now. If you'd like to have your uh, input considered, um, shoot us uh, a message over at MomStrong International over at the forums. Also, if you've got podcast ideas, as always, you can shoot me an email, podcast at thebusymom.com. If there are questions for Mailbox Monday, please put Mailbox Monday in the subject line. What we're studying this month is kind of wrapping up strategies in spiritual warfare. Uh, we've been talking about the importance of prayer. That's what we did last week. And this week, we're going to be doing uh, studying perseverance, what perseverance is. I think oftentimes as mothers as and as fathers, as well as children of God, we really need uh, perseverance. And in Ephesians 6, verse 18, the second half of that, Paul says to this end, so now he's been talking about why we put on the armor of God and why it's so important to remember that we're on a battlefield. He says to this end, keep alert. With all perseverance, making supplication, in other words, making your requests uh, for all the saints. It means what he's saying is as we're praying and asking the Lord for things and as we're um, we're going before the Lord Jesus and we're making our requests known to him and we're confessing our sin and we're praising his name, he's saying to that end, keep alert with perseverance. So stay in the race. So if you're weary, this is the end of the school year. And oftentimes I talk to moms, whether you're homeschooling or whether you're not, at the end of the school year, we're just all kind of done, right? And so if you're weary, you're not alone. Uh, we are weary in the culture, I think. Um, I saw, I want to say it was uh, Vice President Pence's daughter, Charlotte. Uh, she wrote an article several years ago talking about one of the most difficult things in the culture right now, especially in the United States, is just to say that you're a Christian. And the culture wars against the things of God, doesn't it? Uh, even the most seasoned of us, feel the pull of weariness and an experience to sit the battle out, even if it's just for a little while. And Paul got this, right? He understood it. And that's why he made sure to mention that we needed to add perseverance to our armor. Perseverance is a must-have for every warrior as he or she enters the battlefield. Your sword in hand, that is the word of God, your shield up, that shield of faith, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation in place, your feet ready for the battle, uh, of this lifetime, which is really to steward the message of the gospel. And we are going to need perseverance if we're going to finish the job that we've been given. And like I said, in Becoming Mom Strong, today's mothers need a special kind of strength. We're going to need the power of God to persevere and finish our race with endurance. So what's the difference between the two? We talked about this just a little bit last week as we sort of touched on the topic of prayer. Um, but if you if you look them up in the dictionary, and I'm not going to go too far into it because this is the study uh, this week at MomStrong International, but there's a difference between perseverance and endurance. And if you define them uh, biblically from the Greek, the Greek word uh, translated endurance or uh, perseverance literally means an abiding under or to abide. In other New Testament verses, it's translated patience. 
And patience can be passive, and that's when you find endurance, right? So a passive patience is endurance. You endure a trial. Um, you endure uh, an illness, a sickness. Um, you know, people endure uh, going through months of radiation and chemotherapy as they're battling breast cancer and 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 things like that, or just the general trials of life. Or maybe you endure um, your service for the Lord, like you're going through a trial and you're just like, you know what? I'm going to hang in there. I'm not going to quit. I'm going to endure. Perseverance is different. Perseverance. It, I think, is characterized as patience in action. And this involves persistence in well-doing, fruit-bearing, and running the appointed race in, in spite of the trials and distractions of this life. Now, that's the, the definition, well, with a little bit of my commentary, uh, from the Vines uh, Expository Dictionary. But I think it's very well, I think it's very well stated that there is a difference between perseverance and endurance. And Paul calls us to perseverance. That means that's patience in action. It means that we actually have a role to play and we see that we do it and we don't give up and we keep being active rather than being patient and just enduring. Like, I don't want to see you guys enduring uh, parenthood. I don't want to see you enduring motherhood. I don't want to see that for myself, right? We want to be, we want to persevere. That means we are active and we're involved in the lives of our children and we're doing exactly what God has asked us to do. And although the words endurance and perseverance can be used interchangeably, perseverance implies a whole life experience. It's not passive. And it's what we need if we're going to have a generational vision for the gospel message. Perseverance gives us a long-term perspective. So I want you to think about this because my friend Steve's going to come on on Friday and we're going to talk a little bit about having a legacy, a vision of a legacy for what uh, we're doing for the next generation. And I've said this many, many times out on the road uh, this season that God calls us to a place of influence and we want to influence first our children and then our grandchildren that they would that they would in turn influence for the gospel, their children and grandchildren, that's four generations. So the decisions that we're making right now, according to the word of God, uh, out of Psalm 78 and many other passages in scripture, say that according to God's perspective, the decision that we make right now to persevere and to walk with God will have an impact for four generations to come. What a powerful truth this is. And as we think about perseverance, I want to just remind you that it's a choice that you make. Every single one of us has a choice to make. And really, uh, the generations before us, particularly the last two, including my generation, have really stumbled and fallen as we've engaged the culture. We are struggling to engage the culture with perseverance. We're enduring it. Well, some of us aren't even enduring it, but we're not persevering. We're not putting our patience into action. And that patience being our willingness to say, we believe that what God says is true, but not only do we believe it, we're going to get out there and actually make a difference in the culture. And this kind of brings me to, and this is really the heart behind Mom Strong International. You know, people sometimes ask me, is this ministry just for mothers? And the answer obviously is no, God's word is for everyone. My heart beats particularly for parents and for anyone who has the position in this life of influence over a child. And we are training up the next generation and it matters. If you don't believe me, get onto any college campus right now or cruise around and see what they're teaching in the school systems. 
And really, it is a hijacking of parental authority, and it's a way for our children to be indoctrinated into a belief system that is antithetical to the one that God says that our children are to be raised in and are to follow. And so I want to encourage you toward perseverance. And as I as I think about this and 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 what's going on in the culture today, it reminds me, um, well, first of all, I was coming home from Virginia. I was literally on an airplane. We sat for, I want to say it was uh, two hours on the tarmac in Atlanta because of a, the threat of bad weather. So the planes got backed up, planes flying to Detroit. Um, a lot of those those flights were canceled. And so I think we were like number 36 for takeoff. Anytime they tell you that you're number 36, you might as well just, you know, uh, pull out your frozen meal and uh, thaw it out (laughs) because you're going to be there for dinner. And that's kind of what happened to us. So a flight that should have taken us five hours ended up taking us seven and a half uh, simply because we sat on the tarmac. And as I was sitting there, I decided uh, because Delta has uh, screens on the uh, the seat backs, which is great because you can watch television or a movie or whatever. And so I turned, I was like, oh man, I looked at my husband. I said, I think this is when uh, Trump is having his uh, the summit in Singapore with the president of, or I guess they call him the chairman of North Korea, Kim Jong-un. And so I began to watch it and I kind of, you know, I was going back and forth uh, between um, CNN and MSNBC and, and Fox News and just trying to see what different perspectives were being offered. And it's amazing to me uh, that it was re- it's really hard to spin this thing in a in a bad way. And I got to thinking, I mean, they're doing a, a good job of spinning it badly because that's the job of the media. Uh, but I am hoping that God's people are waking up and and praying for our president. The Bible says in Romans 12 verse 18, if it's possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. And so I think it was Reagan who said trust but verify, right? So I am thrilled to see President Trump stepping out and saying, you know what, um, I'm going to I'm gonna try to talk to this guy. That's where it starts. And frankly, he's modeling something for us uh, that we need to have modeled. And I know a lot of you are upset with, with Trump. I sometimes hear from you. Some of you don't like him. He's rough around the edges. He's not everybody's cup of tea. I get it. But he's modeling actually something for us that we need to be doing in the culture right now, which is talking to each other. To be talking to each other, we need to stop separating. I I was privileged to uh, sit in on Sam Sorbo's keynote the other day in Richmond. Uh, Sam is a friend of mine, and uh, I love her fire for the Lord because she was saying, we can't separate our politics from our faith. So our faith is what we believe about the future. Our faith is what we believe about, um, our faith defines our morality, really, and, and, it, and it says where we're going. And in this culture, in the world that we live in, politics is how we get there. So we have to be able to work with those people around us. And unless and until, you know, uh, uh, Kim Jong-un backs away from this agreement now that he's apparently signing with uh, President Trump, boy, we should be praying that that thing works out because hopefully it's going to go so far as to have an impact on the on the horrible human rights abuses that have taken place under uh, the Kim dynasty over all of these generations. So it wasn't just Kim Jong-un, it was Kim Jong-il and it was his father before him and they have terrible human rights abuses. They're definitely, uh, he's a despot, like in the in the, in the the first meaning of the word. But does it mean that God can't work? No. And so we should be praying for him. Uh, the Bible says that we are, that we're supposed to do that. And so uh, I want to just encourage you to pray for him, to pray for peace and to pray that God would continue to work 
uh, in the life of President Trump. I don't know about you, but uh, I would love to see him come to faith in the Lord. And I know that I know that I know that Mike Pence knows the Lord. And I saw, I actually saw, I wish I hadn't been on an airplane because I would have totally uh, participated. My friend Kathy Cook put out a phone number. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but there was an actual prayer line, a number that you could call and you could sit in live and listen to uh, Christian leaders from the United States praying for President Trump as he was in that meeting. Did you guys know that was happening? When does it ever happen in our lifetime? Moment of silence. Because never. Uh, we are we are witnessing incredible times uh, right now. So I want to encourage you, uh, go beyond endurance and into perseverance, because that's what we've been called to do. And that perseverance is patience in action. It's not enough for us to sit back on the sidelines and not get involved. And there's one other thing I'm going to end with, uh, with one other way that you can get involved. I, I hear from parents every week. And in fact, uh, I'm going to address this on Monday because I'm getting so, so, so many of you um, sending me messages on Facebook. Um, and by the way, in the future, as you guys get a hold of me, if you can get a hold of me over at the forums at MomStrong International, so less over at Facebook Messenger um, at Heidi St. John, the Busy Mom, lots of reasons for that. Number one, Facebook has absolutely censored me. I've received their official letter saying that I don't meet their community standard. They refuse to give me a verified badge. It goes on and on and on. Um, and for that and several other reasons, I'm I am slowly going to shift my platform away from Facebook. I'm not even mad at Facebook, by the way. Some of you are going to be like, "Oh, that's it's not." Facebook owns Facebook, and that's okay with me. They can they can uh, promote who they want to promote and squash who they want to squash. Um, but it's a it's a good indicator to me that it's time for me to kind of move my platform away from there. And so that's what I'll be doing. If you have things you want to send me, things you think I should look at, things you think might. Um, might be good for me to share with an audience, please do that over at the forums at momstronginternational.com. You can sign up for an account and you can send uh, a message to me there and you can attach images and stuff like that. So I've been getting, um, as usual, you know, uh, emails from you guys and messages on Facebook, particularly over at The Busy Mom. And lately I've just been grieved by what's happening in our public library system. And so uh, I had a mom, she was just said, you know, she took her daughter over to the um, the baby section, you know, at the library, where they have board books and things like that. And here's this beautifully illustrated darling book. And it says, um, feminist baby. <laughs> like, we're going to teach our babies uh, to be feminists. What in the what in the zippity doodah is going on that we should be doing that? And I thought, why are we not going to our librarians and saying, oh, actually, that's not okay. This is not, no, we don't want to do that. We don't want the, if you, if you want to have, if you want to use our libraries, if it's, it's not bad enough that it's happening in the public schools. Now we want them, now we want this junk in our public libraries. If you want to talk about uh, issues of sexuality, do it in the section of the library that's named for sexual studies or gay and lesbian history or whatever. It doesn't have to be in with the normal stuff. So this is happening. If this is happening in your library, by the way, it's happening in St. Paul, uh, in the Minneapolis area, it's happening in Utah, it's happening in Kentucky, it's hap obviously it's happening in California. Another mom sent me a letter, and this is happening, um, well, this particular one's happening at the St. Paul Public Library. If you're listening to this and you live in a, in the, in the, uh, near the St. Paul Library in St. Paul, uh, Minnesota, the Rondo Community Library is featuring, you guys are going to love this, uh, the Drag Story Hour featuring Utica and Sasha. It says, come meet some fabulous drag queens and kings of the library. They will read stories, sing songs, and strut their stuff 
for an over-the-top story hour. All ages are welcome. This is happening, you guys. Uh, oh my goodness, it's coming right up. So it starts on, it looks like uh, June 14th, June 13th, preschool. For goodness sake, if you live uh, near the Rondo Community Library, uh, get in there and say, this is not for our kids. If you guys want to do drag story hour, uh, do it during the Pride Parade. We don't need this indoctrination for our children. And I know it's tough to stay in there, but that's the kind of perseverance that Paul is talking about in Ephesians 6. He's saying it's not enough just to be, not to just endure. We endure sickness, we endure hardship, but we are called to persevere, put our patience into action as daughters and sons of the Lord. And and I wanna just encourage you to do that. Living in the culture today will require perseverance, patience and action and perseverance is a choice. I hope you guys will join me in praying for our president and praying for the government and praying for our children. And I also hope uh, that you'll be encouraged. So uh, to that end, I'm going to go ahead and close this particular podcast out in a word of prayer. Father, we need your strength uh, if we're going to stay in this thing until you call us home. So I pray, Lord, that you would help us to persevere, to put our patience into action as we train our children to follow and know you more. Father, I pray that you would help us to know when to take a break and to know when extra perseverance is required. Lord, I pray that you would be with this generation of Christ followers who are truly walking and who desire to walk according to your word. I pray that you'd help us not to grow weary in doing what you've called us to do and to keep our eyes on the goal, which is to meet you face to face one day. Father, we pray to you that our children would see you in us even when we're tired. I pray that you'd fill us with the joy that comes from your spirit, Lord, and that you'd help us to walk out this life in a way that says we believe that you are King of kings and Lord of lords and that your healing is available uh, through the power of Jesus Christ. So we thank you, Father, for what you're doing in our life. We look forward to what you're going to do in the future. I pray for every uh, man and woman and child uh, and teenager who are listening to this podcast today, Father, that you would help us put on the full armor of God and to run our race with perseverance, setting before us the joy of heaven. We love you, Lord. We look forward to your return in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to remind you that we have a scripture writing plan in progress right now happening over at MomStrong International. Head on over there. Also, uh, Prayers for the Battlefield is currently available for pre-release. If you would like a signed copy and I think I'm getting pretty close to the to the threshold on this. If you would like a signed copy, the first 100 uh, books that are ordered from me over at uh, HeidiStJohn.com, you can just head over to my website, click on the store, and you will see Prayers for the Battlefield uh, is available for pre-release. Also, you can order from Amazon and anywhere books are sold. You guys are going to love it. I think it's going to encourage you. I hope you have a great day, and I will see you back here on Friday the 15th with my dear friend, Steve Lambert. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.